expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 30 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,630 on turnover of 3.2 billion NT. The market fell for ninth consecutive session on Wednesday as the bellwether electronics sector came under pressure after tech stocks on Wall Street lost ground overnight. Selling in semiconductor and other tech stocks continued to weigh on the market and also spread to non-tech stocks, as investors turned cautious as the TIEX headed below the 120-day moving average. Health Minister Chen Shizhong says over 390,000 people have so far made appointments to receive the locally developed Medigen coronavirus vaccine jab. Bookings for the current round of appointments opened on Monday and will close at noon today. The shots will be administered from Monday through Saturday next week. Those eligible are people aged 36 and over or those aged 20 to 25 who suffer from rare or serious illnesses or injuries who previously indicated their willingness to get the Medigen vaccine on the government's vaccination appointment website. And the government has delivered a first batch of emergency supplies to Haiti to help the country deal with the aftermath of this past weekend's 7.2 magnitude earthquake. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs says the shipment included oxygen concentrators, personal protective gear, face masks, sleeping bags and food, all of which has been requested by the Haitian government. According to the Foreign Ministry, the supplies will be distributed to victims of the earthquake by Taiwan's embassy in Haiti once it arrives. Officials say Taiwan and Haiti are now in talks to arrange a second round of supplies. In international news, the president of the Democratic Republic of Congo has authorized U.S. troops to help his country's army to fight against an armed group that has been killing civilians in the east of the country. Chris Ochamringa has more from Kinshasa. Authorities in the DRC say the military pact between the U.S. and their country will specifically target rebels of the Allied Democratic Forces. It's a partnership that was agreed by the two countries in 2019. U.S. Special Forces will be deployed in eastern DRC to help fight against the armed group which is reported to have links to the Islamic State. In March this year, the U.S. government designated the Allied Democratic Forces as a terrorist organization. Congolese officials consider the group as one of the deadliest in the country's east. The militia is accused of killing more than 1,000 civilians since 2017. The DRC president imposed martial law in two provinces in the east and northeast of the country earlier this year in an attempt to end the attacks against civilians. But the attacks have continued. Chris Ochamringa, Kinshasa. And Peru's foreign secretary has resigned amid criticism for comments he made about terrorism in the country in the late 20th century, 
leaving the new government of President Pedro Castillo less than a month after it assumed power. The president's press office said in a statement that Foreign Affairs Secretary Hector Behar handed in a letter of irrevocable resignation on Tuesday, and the president accepted it. Opposition and some media have been criticizing Behar for saying last year that the Shining Path terrorist group was a CIA creation and that the Peruvian Navy had been responsible for terrorist acts. The Maoist-inspired Shining Path began its fight to oust Peru's government in 1980, setting off a conflict that lasted two decades. A Truth Commission estimates that more than 69,000 people were killed in ensuing violence. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.